0: You're listening to the Hamilton Today podcast from 900 CHML. South Africa accusing Israel of charges of genocide at The Hague. Let's bring in Arl Brown, professor of international relations, senior member of the Monk School of Global Affairs, University of Toronto. And here now, Arl, thank you for the time. I hope you're doing well. Thank you. All right, before we get to this, I want to ask you about, uh, and obviously you, 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 I'm sure you didn't hear it, but I had an interview yes, uh, just a few minutes ago with Mike Fengelman, who is Executive Director of Honest Reporting Canada, a non-profit organization ensuring fair and accurate Canadian media, media coverage of Israel. And he had an article in the, uh, in the National Post that says, it is up to Gazans to stop the fighting. The war could be over tomorrow if Hamas laid down its arms or the civilian population stopped supporting it. I've been trying to ask the question, as an ignorant Canadian, uh, for weeks, can anybody clarify what the relationship between Hamas and Palestinians are or is? Is that possible?
1: Uh, Hamas uh, rules by force. When they, they were elected, but then they went after their opposition, they threw off members of um, uh, the Palestinian Authority of Rooftops in 2007, and they have uh, ruled as a dictatorial entity ever since then. And in a sense, the Palestinian people in Gaza are also very much op- uh, oppressed by uh, Hamas, and uh, Hamas uses armed force against any any opposition. They obviously have some supporters, but we don't know exactly what the level of support is. Uh, this is not... Uh, uh, clearly a democratic government but uh, one that uh, has brought uh, terror not only to Israel but also to the people of Gaza
0: so how do Palestinians rid themselves or separate themselves from Hamas because I think the cell would be easier with allies if that's was if that was the case is there a plan there is there a way to do that uh, the problem
1: as with uh, any kind of terrorist uh, uh, entity uh, or an extreme dictatorship is that sometimes the people can't do it. They need help uh, from the outside. This is what happened in the Second World War when we looked at uh, the populations of um, Italy, Germany, uh, Japan. And uh, so Hamas uh, will not leave voluntarily. Uh, They have the guns. They use the population cynically. They use them as a human shield. They don't seem to care about the lives of civilians. And the only way to remove them is to eradicate them as a military force, Hamas, that is. And that would uh, uh, be something not only uh, positive for the people of Israel who live under the threat of genocide from Hamas, they clearly stated their goal, but also as... uh, Uh, the large democracy way back in October declared that uh, Hamas had brought nothing but uh, terror and uh, bloodshed to the people of uh, Gaza, so the people of Gaza would also benefit. But in the process of trying to remove them, the sad reality is that in war, inevitably, there are large numbers of casualties. Mm -hmm. And we saw that in the case of Mosul, for example, in The case uh, of Iraq, when the United States and their allies uh, removed ISIS from Mosul, it took about nine months. There were some like 10,000 civilians who died during that nine-month operation, 10,000. And uh, uh, ISIS was much less well-prepared, far less well-entrenched in Mosul than than Hamas is. So it's a very difficult battle. Israel is paying a high price. uh, in uh, the loss of its own soldiers. And, of course, now you have this bizarre situation where South Africa basically acting as an agent for Hamas has brought this case uh, before the International Court of Justice, which the uh, United States itself said has uh, no merit whatsoever.
0: Where is this case
1: going? Uh, we We don't know. We'll have to see... Uh, what happens. And uh, for anyone who cares about international law, the fact that this case was brought at all ought to be worrisome, because the credibility of international law had been very badly damaged in the 21st century. We saw that uh, Vladimir Putin invaded Georgia, then he invaded Ukraine for the first time in 2014, then a massive all-out invasion of Ukraine, in 2022, and they did so with impunity. International law could do nothing about it. The United Nations had been entirely impotent. We saw that in the case of Azerbaijan, they ethnically cleansed uh, the region Nagorno-Karabakh, and there was a ruling by the ICJ, the International Court of Justice, that had ordered the blockade to be lifted 30 months before it was entirely ignored. So. International law uh, uh, has been in trouble. And now what I would suggest is a very cynical misuse of international law by South uh, Africa uh, is likely to bring international law into much greater disrepute.
0: Try to make sense of it all. Arl Brown with us, Professor of International Relations, Senior Member of the Monk School of Global Affairs at the University of Toronto. Oral as always, thank you so much for the time. Be well.